You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical or theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Today's question comes from Kara. Hi there. Question for Dr. E. What does scripture say about children that die without making a decision to follow Christ? Like a four to six-year-old, is there an age of innocence? When does volition occur? Great question. Difficult question. Let's first talk about what we call the age of accountability. Okay. Both Catholic and Reformed traditions have talked about this, and this is a very oversimplistic definition, but there's a certain age they get to when they are now accountable for their own salvation. Okay. Some churches would hold, that's why they do infant baptism. Right. Because that's a marker on the parent's faith that saves that child until he or she is old enough. And they would appeal to different things that we won't go down that road. Being raised Catholic, you were confirmed at Mm -hmm. a certain age. That was your age of accountability. Um, I want to say 12, but I can't recall. I know bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs are 13. So we have these historically, and they're kind of getting to this that child is somewhat protected under the parent's faith okay. until such a time, and it's arbitrary. So none of that's in the Bible. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Right. However, what however, does right, the Bible say? Right. So we, we always appeal to this one story in Second Samuel where Bathsheba is pregnant. Mm. Nathan has come. He's rebuked David with this incredible word picture story about the sheep, you know, this massive flock versus this one sheep. And... When Nathan delivers the message, it says in chapter 12, verse 15 of Second Samuel, the Lord struck the child that Uriah's widow bore to David so that he was sick. Therefore, David inquired of the Lord for the child. He fasted and went and lay all night on the ground. And then it goes on about the elders entreating him to eat. He won't eat. The seventh day, the child died. And, of course, the servants are terrified. They don't want to go in there and tell them your baby son's dead. Finally, David knows something's going on. Verse 19, he says to his servants, is the child dead? They say he is dead. So this is an infant that's died. David arose from the ground, washed, anointed, changed his clothes, and came into the house of the Lord and worshipped, which is remarkable. Then he came to his own house, and when he requested, they set food before him, and he ate. His servant said to him, what is this thing that you have done? And I got to envision this, Hannah, that this isn't like a casual, let's have a meal. This is the king. Mm -hmm. So they're watching this whole thing unfold. And at some point, they muster the courage to say, what happened that you did this? So I think we get some insight on his household as well as him in this section not often talked about. But he says, while the child was alive, they said, you fasted and wept. But when the child died... You arose and ate food. He said, while the child was still alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, who knows? The Lord may be gracious to me that the child may live. But now he has died. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? And then here's the caveat. I will go to him, but he will not return to me. And I think two things. I think it's the hope of eternal life. Yeah. yeah, I can't bring my son back, but I'm yeah. going to see him one day. Yeah. I don't think it's a platitude. This is the king, right? He's God's chosen king. I remember Dr. Ed Bloom, who we've had on the broadcast before, talking about how we got our English Bible. And I remember asking him 
30 plus years ago, what about aborted children? What about children that die stillborn? And he would be like me believing in predestination and election. And he said, without pause, I choose to throw myself on the mercy of God that they are elect. Can't improve on that. I think that's the best answer there is that when a child dies, whether they're an infant, a stillborn, a trisomy 18 baby girl or boy, or, you know, maybe they're a toddler and they die tragically, we throw ourselves on the mercy of God and say they were elect. He wants a nun to perish. Right, right. So, you know, we can't know the mind of God. We can't intellectually, you could argue, well, they didn't come to faith in Christ the way we understand the rest of the Bible. Even Jesus says, don't hinder, don't molest them, let them come to me. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about something before that, right? We're talking about a child that hasn't embraced that yet. Mm-hmm. Now, with that hard thing to talk about, boy, does this ever remind us to clearly share the gospel with your children at each appropriate yeah. age level. Yeah. The Bible stories, the book stories, yeah. believing in Jesus. Please do me a favor. Don't ask your child to ask Jesus into his or her heart. <laughs> okay, Don't talk do about that. that. Don't do that. It's not in the Bible. Yeah. A concrete child thinks Jesus shrinks down, crawls yeah. into a little door in the heart and sits on a chair and in, yep. in the, inside his or her body. Yeah. Don't do that. Do you believe in him? Do you trust him? Don't presume a child can't grasp the concept of faith, belief, and trust, which is what scripture tells us. You know, no matter if they're very young or in their teens, you're constantly trying to explain the gospel to them in terms they can grasp. And then you continue to unfold this, right? Even if a child walked the aisle, prayed, I mean, you were four. Yeah. Yeah, and you I, I were remember it. Crystal clear. I remember. And you wanted to get baptized. We said, well, wait a minute. <laughs> four years old. And, and so your mom and I talked about this, and you just nagged us to death. And it wasn't your friends. It wasn't, you know, you saw the church life. But then at five, you kind of had your hands on your hips. Dad, I'm going to be baptized. <laughs> okay, already. And you had all the right language. And then when you were about 18, you said, you shouldn't have let me get baptized when I was five years old. <laughs> sorry. I'm Can't sorry win. for saying No, it's, it's, it's wonderful. But point being, even when a child grasps it, Be sure you talk about it. Be sure you reinforce it so that as they get older, intellectually concrete to abstract thinking, they can embrace more of what this means. Absolutely. Well, if you have a question, text us or call us 615-281-9694, or you can email us at question at michaelincontext.com. Ask Dr. E is part of the Michael Easley in Context ministry. You can find more shows and biblical resources at our website, michaelincontext.com. Ask Dr. E is produced by me, Hannah Seymour, mixed and mastered by Sonamorphic, and music composed by Jason Germain.